Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Hello, and welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, sponsored in part by First Fresh Step Kitty Litter. For the kitty that feels too shitty to walk around the city. Um, welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next one. And though the money is fake, our emotions are still very real. My name is Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined with my co-host, Kenny Gray. Hey, Mike. I'm here, and honestly, when it comes to mess, cat litter's the thing that <sighs> I really want the least of it. But with First Step Fresh Cat Litter, mess is at the bottom of my problems because there's no such thing as a mess when the cat litter is also edible, edible, e edible. E <laughs> Eat it off the floor with your mouth. Sick, hey, and, tired, <laughs> sick and tired of taking a nibble out of the little morsel that you call your cat, and then you get the kitty litter that's stuck on the bottom of their paws in your teeth. Holy sick and shit. Tired, <laughs> sick and tired of walking past the litter box and thinking, wow, that looks good, but worried about not being able to eat it. First step, fresh cat litter. Fresh Make that cat turn into the truffle you want it to be. Think of your, think of that, you know, that moment where you sniff the, the box of cat litter every morning, like it's the smell of a fresh Christmas ham, crack and open that oven for a whiff of that sweet, sweet, sweet stuff. <laughs> Oh, you can Fresh subscribe to our Patreon for <laughs> four bucks a month, and you'll get even more of this. <laughs> Write a letter to Apple and give us negative six stars if you'd like, because I'm sure that's how you're feeling, because it's how I'm feeling about that intro. Welcome give to the, the show. show. Negative reviews. I fucking thrive on it. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> what is that song? That's How's from The going? Offspring. The offspring. What a, is that? Fly for a white guy. Yeah, I'm pretty fly for stuff. a white guy. But is that song offensive at this point? We'll have to go Who's, back and figure out if the offspring is canceled. Is canceled. We're gonna go live to the offspring concert to see what's going on. Ken, I'm so excited about this show, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I am really excited for this show today. I, I feel like I haven't talked to Kenny because you were finishing up a, a writing program and we had to we had to skip it a week, which is okay, but the, the stock has been sitting in a it is in uh in in the stock for today for how long you looked it up? Fifteen days. Fifteen fucking days. Cause also we we would normally do it on a certain day, and then you were like, Can we just skip this week? Cause I've got a lot of work to do. So we skipped it for the week and then um and then the next week, I was like, I actually have a lot of work to do. So let's, so we pushed it to, to the Saturday. Um, and now, and of course, for, for everybody's favorite, we got a Saturday recording, but it's, it's been a while. Um, it has been. I'm excited to see you, bud. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm back here in Somerville. 
I had a bit of a debacle getting back. Uh, I, I, my credit card um, expired. And I don't know if you know, but you can't get a car from a rent-a-car place without a valid credit card, even oh if you God. prepay online. So I didn't have a, a valid credit card. And I had my driver's license, but my girlfriend had a valid credit card, but her license was expired. Oh, my so we, could, we didn't have a way to get home. And I had really bungled up the end of the trip. I had like accidentally I, I thought I had booked the place we were staying through Sunday, but I had actually only booked it through Saturday. And oh then my God. But luckily, my brother was in New York City visiting friends. Oh, and he just and I called him. I was like, Adam, is there any way you're around? Like, could you come and like put down your credit card and license? He's like, Yeah, I'm actually in the West Village right now. Oh my which is god, where we were. <laughs> Do you want so it was ride? like. So then I got to have that fun moment where I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, See, this was supposed to happen. <laughs> it's like, Fuck you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it in the pod, but I was, I was in New Hampshire, and who did I see in the grocery store but your brother checking out the baked goods? Hell yeah. Adam Gray. Adam Gray. He's good stuff. Uh, Ken also was thinking about. So I, I have a, a couple questions. So, number one, um, there's two things I want to quickly ask you about before we dive into the show. Cause I want to ask how the rest of your, your time in New York was, you were doing the, this, uh, a, a writing program through the NYU Tisch school of the farts. And then I also want to ask about Somerville night live, uh, your, 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 your SNL knockoff essentially. Uh, no, this fucking really cool show that you're doing in Boston and it, it's, it's this week. I want to ask about it, but tell me about the, tell me about the writing program first. Cause I, I'm, this is genuine. I, I just want to know cause I haven't been able to talk to you in a few weeks. Yeah. So I took an intensive writing program at NYU. Uh, you can, in the summer, um, some previous student, some previous notable alumni of Tisch, uh, pays to allow people who aren't, um, enrolled in the school to take classes at Tisch, um, at a reduced price. And so, I took uh, these two classes um, to help me build some stuff to try and get some more work. Um, so uh, I was working on a, an outline for a feature film and thirty the first 30 pages of it and putting together a late night writer's packet for Colbert for these two classes. Hell fucking um, yeah. And so uh, it's, it, it, on the topic of today... I pretty much every day in New York City, at some point, I went and rode my bike around for like 10 miles to clear my head. No Hell music. It's a great. Yeah. I really have grown to like that as a way to clear my head to get some exercise. Um, but I looked at those final days when we were uh, not recording. I went back and looked at my like fitness thing. You know, I track all my bike rides and I hadn't been on my bike in 10 days. And that's because I was just slammed doing this work yeah um so i was just in the library working thinking and plus uh the class i was taking this uh late night writers class um they uh, the teacher popped an assignment on us um last minute we had to write our own packet but then in addition in the final three days we had to write a packet as a group and the teacher was like and the head writer of that packet will be kenny so I was hey. like, oh jesus which is good, but I, it was very it was it was very nice, but it was also very so intense. much goddamn but, work. But I love the work. It was fantastic, man. It was really nice. Um, in I, a I micro in a micro setting, just we, we're not talking about it forever. But can you explain to the listeners what the difference between a, being a writer and being a staff writer and being a head writer on something is? Uh, so my teacher told me that it's more money. It's the first thing. Uh, well, yeah. 
even though there's no money that was paid in the class, he made a joke <laughs> to me about like your, your checks in the mail, Gray. She should have given um, us more uh, paper trading platform money for our show. So a uh, staff writer is someone who is hired to just, you know, uh, write jokes, pitch premises. If they pick your premises, you write them out, you know, basic writer. Head writer uh, also does that. They, they pitch things, but their main job is to be the sort of arbiter of the person who's telling, yeah, I like that. Let's do that. Um, but more in this project, the reason I was picked is I, I think I was the only student who turned in every assignment oh my God. On, on time. <laughs> and so I was theoretically the most responsible one. So it was my job to wrangle everyone, which I think is, he said, is part of head writing too, which is to be like, all right, we are meeting this time from seven to nine. Please bring 10 pitches. Yeah. Like if you do not bring 10 pitches, then we will go through and I will give preference to the people who pitch 10 pitches. They don't need to be good pitches. They just need to be 10. <laughs> they just have to be done. I just, so the teacher essentially hired, fake hired you to run around the NYU campus wagging your finger at people saying you put those bitches into me yeah exactly God but damn. we got it in on time it was I, I had a ton of fun though Mike it was really rewarding uh, I found myself for the first time um, in school like I had in previous classes during college like really enjoyed my time um, but this was a different experience of like, I found myself being like wanting to go to the library working lots of hours like working really hard and like it, it was working hard, but like I enjoyed working hard. So yeah, it felt really good. Um, and speaking of head writing, I am also the head writer and producer of the show Somerville Night Live. If yeah! you're hearing this, it's coming out on Thursday. Somerville Night Live is happening on Saturday, August 28th at the Rockwell. We are following all uh, Massachusetts and Boston COVID guidelines. Uh, performers like the performers will be six feet away from the audience. The audience will be wearing a mask. Everything will be good up to code uh but yeah it's a show where we do it's like if snl didn't have any rules and well, like a, a non-existent budget yeah it, it's it actually is very very fucking good but what are you gonna do so and it is fun because because we're running so far behind if people are listening to this in the bean it actually you could still go to the rockwell and see it um what are you going to say to people when they get upset because I'm not in the cast for this one? Because I was in the cast once and I'm on the poster. You are on the poster and you love quite being the impression. on that poster. Every time I bring you up, everyone loved you, man. Oh, like, Ken, don't do that. I, I'm just telling you, Mike came from LA to do the show one week and everyone just fucking loved him. You were doing this thing where you were performing. Mike's got this ability to perform anything funny and so there were sketches that were, as the head writer, okay, they were fine sketches. <laughs> and Mike was not, and was playing not the funny character, but was performing the, the like, what do they call that? The voice of reason character. You were performing those characters so funny that people were like, this is a great sketch. I was like, no, no, Mike is just great. The sketch is okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Ken. I, I hope it makes up for the very bad sketches that I wrote that did not make it in the show. But that's all okay. Right. I, I, but but anyway, so well, Ken. Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, no, Ken did not make me do the plug. But I I do genuinely. I did. I I was in one of the Somerville Night Lives. There's been a couple of them. Um, but th th that's probably like one of my favorite fucking shows I've ever seen and been because I saw it before I. It was the first time it happened. It was three weeks of it, and I saw one of the shows, and it was so fucking good. So I saw the one before I did it, and it's just, dude, it's so fun. It's just a group of really funny Boston writer performers who just spend every moment of the day together for a full week and then just put 
put it up at the end of the week, whatever it is. So go check it out at the Rockwell, guys. And anyway, this has been a long intro. Ken, what the hell is this show about? So, Mike, how this show works is that, uh, I don't know, 20 weeks ago, this is our 20th episode, about 20 weeks ago, we uh, took $10,000 of fake money on a paper trading platform, and every week we move it randomly from one stock to the next. Last week, our money was in Starbucks, and this week, our money was moved into Peloton. Peloton. Maybe you've heard of it. Peloton, baby. Now, Mike, uh, we're talking about Peloton today, but I want to, before we get into Peloton, I want to know how you learn to ride a bike. If you can ride a bike. Can you ride a bike? No. You Uh, can't? No, I can't. I can. I think uh, that's a very good question. Well, so yeah, Peloton, it's it's the bike company. We, We all know it from that commercial where the fucking man's... Uh, the woman's husband gave her a Peloton and she was riding it and like looked like she was going to die and like clearly like hated it. Um, but I learned how to ride a bike. I'm remembering I got my first bike. I mean, I think I had like a tricycle and I remember getting a, I remember getting my first bike for Christmas from my mom and dad in my house. I was super excited and it had training wheels and I remember, um, just riding it around my like my living room into my kitchen into my like into the doorway and into my back and just riding it in circles around the house um I think my mom and dad both work together to teach me how and I live on a bit of a hill and I do remember being like so scared to go down the hill but then the hill going moving down the hill and going a little fast right off the bat it's like that's the biggest lesson you learn when you're riding a bike right is that like oh the second you start moving it's because it is i do remember being so blown away of like i'm just supposed to fucking balance on this thing like and then the first time you start moving you're like this is pretty fun and then i i I don't know I, i remember falling a couple times and like scraping your arm or whatever but um, yeah, I, I don't I have no idea how old I was, but when did you learn how to ride a bike? I was gonna be like, do you know how to ride a bike? We, you just told me that you've been riding 10 miles every day. Well, you know, I, the reason I, uh, I brought up, can you ride a bike is that I, I sort of default assume that everyone learns how to ride a bike, but yeah. then I met a friend in middle school who didn't know how to ride a bike, um, and didn't know how to swim. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I, they knew how to swim. They just weren't comfortable like going in like the deep end of pools. I don't really know. Let's not talk about that. We'll talk about that. When what we was get their to name? Pool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to Pool Incorporated. Holy um, shit. Do you think there's any Paper Jam like eligible stocks that top 100 stocks that would be about pool? We could just record ourselves splashing around uh, in the pool. We'll just save that. We'll save that episode for, for I don't know, Dasani. Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> Which is owned by Coke, so I think we already yeah we already passed it. Well, well, us and Stefan Stansfield will will splash around in the pool. Um, no, but yeah, I I, knew, I don't know what you mean. I have a friend who you know it's it's. Uh, I, I remember that I was like, you know how to ride a bike, and they, or I was they were like, oh I don't know how, and I was like why, and they were like ah, I was the youngest sibling, so my parents were just kind of over it by the time it got to me, and it just kind of never happened. And I was like, well, what do you do if you had to ride a bike now? And he's like, I just don't ever have to, like, this doesn't come up. And I was like, Oh, I guess he, <laughs> like as an adult, you have to kind of go out of your way to find it, to ride a bike. You know what I mean? Well, well like they so- say you never forget. You learn how to ride a bike. You never forget. I never forget. And I, I, I don't think, I don't remember. I, I mean, I, I also lived on a hill. Um, so I had a similar experience. I, I mean, same thing. My parents just taught me. I had, I had those uh, training wheels for a while, and I remember. Baby, well, I, I hey, Baby. hey, oh my God, 
Hey! You don't say that. It's like, but training wheels are funny because it, training wheels are funny because um, you can Jesus use them to ride all the way to your house to your living room to watch Barney, you baby. Uh, you Barney, dude. But there's, a, I don't know what, I don't know what the age is, but there's, there's an age where you're in between, in between childhood, childhood. and adulthood. Not really, but that sort of transition from child to like. I don't know from 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 like toddler to child. What I mean is there's there's a there's a section where like you still technically like you like using training wheels, but you know you shouldn't in the same way that you're like still using bumpers at the bowling alley. Oh god, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. a, maybe it's like a, eleven or something where you're like people would understand if they saw you with training wheels, but they'd also be like, so when are those coming off? Yeah, yeah. No, the bumpers. The, bumpers it's just like clear like a 12 year old who is so insecure and just got over just was shamed into taking the bumpers off themselves six months ago so now that they don't need them it's like they they are like now i get to be the asshole that makes fun of stuff hey kenny you those bumpers dude oh it's like leave me alone please so mike i want to know did you ever ride a bike in uh, either of the cities you've lived in, New York or Los Angeles? Have you been a cyclist? I was. I, I had a very beautiful bike when I lived in, in Brooklyn, and I loved it so much. And I, like, found that, like, you know, walking to the train station or whatever it would take me, like, 30 minutes to get to work. But if I took my bike, it was, like, 15, 20 minutes. And it's just a great way to start the day. You get to work, and you've already, like... It doesn't help when you sweat, but that sucks. But like you've already like been in the brisk air and did some activity and stuff like that. So I loved it. And one time, so first of all, I would arrive at work every day. One time I was on my way to work and I fell like my wallet was falling out of my back pocket. So I like tried to reach and grab it, but I, and I was coming to a red light. So I was like, Oh, I should, as my hand was in my back pocket, I was like, Oh, I got to slow down. And I squeezed the front brake and I fucking like flipped forward my legs were like went through the middle of the bike so i like fell on my like uh, i fell down and like the bike essentially almost like went over my head and i had like this big rip in my in my pants and my knee was bleeding i was running late for work so i just had to go to work with like a bloody knee and then (laughs) another time i went to happy hour with a bunch of people i was working on something with or working with and and we went to happy hour and I took my bike there and then I was like, let's all go get drunk at my house. And then I went to this bodega that was near my apartment and I like lay loosely locked up my bike in front of the bodega. I didn't do it like through the wheel, just like I did it fairly loosely. And then I drunkenly woke up at my house at 4am like my bike and I like ran outside and of course my bike was gone. So It was it, that really fucking hurt, and then I was like, okay. And then in LA, I haven't had a bike since. Yeah, I heard biking in LA is not the safest thing. Ugh, because I live right on Sunset, which is just like such a fucking crazy street, and just like the people that are biking, I'm just like, dude, you're gonna get killed. This is just not fun. But you bike every day, and and of course for the the Patreon, we did do cycling. Uh, we did about eight miles every day for a week. We're gonna talk about that. But for that, I just went to the disgusting planet fitness in Burbank. And I just did the, the bike, which I've got some hot, t- t- hot takes on that, but you, you are a big biker. I saw that you had your bike in New York. You were biking every day. You love it. 
Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> no, I recently, actually, I, I, no. Uh, I, I was lying. You can. I don't know if you know, but there's a a markup tool in photos, and you can just draw lines on maps. <laughs> and, <laughs> No, I, uh, I, a few months ago, uh, maybe, t- uh, two or three months ago, got back into cycling. Um, I took my bike to the local bike shop, got it fixed up. Um, it just needed like new, new brakes and stuff. And yeah, I, we moved, uh, right off the bike path in Somerville and I had always gone one way down the bike path, which like goes towards Boston and it stops. But I didn't realize that if you go the other way, I knew it was a thing, but you can go like all the way to like Concord, Massachusetts on this bike path. Oh yeah. I I know that bike path. That's great. It's fantastic. So I've just been ripping down that and yeah, really enjoying it. But, um, we're not talking about bikes today. We're talking about stationary (laughs) bikes. We're not talking about, (laughs) I just keep going. We're talking about about stationary bikes. I, quick aside, something about when the record light comes on starts, like, makes my breathing suddenly get way, like, I get, like, notice my breathing and I freak out. Um, uh, no, we're talking about stationary bikes. And Mike, uh, Peloton is obviously sort of revolutionizing the stationary bike space. But I want to know, what is your experience with stationary bikes in general? You go to the gym. You're, you're kind of a gym guy a little bit, right? I, I am. I mean, I have just started going back again recently as COVID restrictions have allowed. Um, and it was definitely one of those things like I'm, I don't go all the I go through like patterns of like I'm going for four or five times a week to all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's been four weeks and I have not gone. This sucks <clears throat> like a lot of people. And um, but I've finally been able to start going back again, um, which is great because I've with COVID and whatnot, I hadn't gone for like a year and a half. And kind of like you were saying, like I do love the cycling and stuff like that of, of when I had a bike of you clearly, obviously you do think way more clearly and you just are way happier, I think, when you are exercising of any kind or putting any kind of stress on your body uh, so that you can, at the end of the day, be like, oh, I did something hard and now I feel better. And it's like, I, I do love it quite a bit. Um, I love riding my bike. I love riding my bike in Boston. I've done that a few times of just like renting bikes because you go down to, the, there's just so many pl- fun places to go. I think biking is one of the most wonderful things because I love doing it outside. I, I feel the same way about biking as I do about running of like, I love going for runs outside because you can get distracted and see all the beautiful stuff and, and breathe the fresh air. The the biking at the gym is a bit of a different experience, which I, I, it's it's just a little more boring. But I did find a, a workaround for this for the Patreon thing that we were doing. Of I've been biking just about every day for a week for for eight miles, and well, so but how do you that's so when I'm I, I like biking outside. I like it a little less in the gym. I, how do you feel about the sit the sit down inside bike? I'm the same way. My big complaint in general with gyms is uh, the lack of stimulation. Uh, like I like, like I liked growing up the way I stayed in shape was, you know, I was either performing in a show, so we were dancing, <laughs> we were dancing every day. But for real, like you know, if you're if you're dancing in a musical, like those, some it can be it's cardiac, cardiac, cardio. cardiac. Arrest <laughs> this man. <laughs> But no, my big problem with stationary bikes in general is that I get bored and I, I feel like a hamster on a hamster wheel. Yeah. Um, and so when I go to the gym or when I did go to the gym, um, 
I liked going with someone so I could talk or like, I, I, I just like, I, I prefer running outside than a treadmill. I prefer biking outside than inside. However, I was very surprised because like many fucking rubes, me and my girlfriend rubes. bought a Peloton over COVID. Um, and I love it. Really? I it's so I get like, I never understood spin classes, but I get what it is. It's like, it engages you the same way. Like you're engaged when you're playing a sport. So you kind of forget that you're exercising. Well, yeah. Can you explain to the listeners at home, like who don't know what a Peloton is? Like what's the difference between a Peloton and like a stationary bike that you'd ride at Planet Fitness? Well, let's talk about Peloton. So uh, Peloton Interactive operates at-home fitness platform for live and on-demand indoor cycling classes. The company pioneered connected technology-enabled fitness and the streaming of immersive instructor-led boutique classes for its members. It operates through three reportable segments, connected fitness products, subscription and other a subscription and other the connected fitness product segment can uh, this, the connected fitness product segment consists of sale of bikes, trend and related accessories. The subscription segment involves the monthly subscription and credits from live studio classes. The other segment consists of boutique and apparel sales. Boutique. The Peloton interactive was founded by John Foley, uh, Graham Stanton, Thomas Cortese, Yoni Fang and Hishao Kush, uh, Hishao Kushi in 2012 and is headquartered in New York, New York. Apologies, Hisao. The listed name for <laughs> Thanks. Peloton. Thanks for listed name for Peloton Interactive is PTON. So, <clears throat> essentially, a stationary bike is a bike that has resistance that you can up and down the same way that like so you can kind of mimic going up a hill, right, making it harder to pedal. Uh, and then spin classes came along and spin classes are where you're on one of those bikes and they're going, all right, turn up the resistance. And they're playing music and they're being like, all right, how's everyone doing today? We're feeling good. You what see it Peloton? on TV a lot. Yeah. A, so a spin Peloton. class of the, the fit lady motivating you and turning up the thing. And, and I'm sorry now I'm cutting you off. Have you ever been to a spin class? I have not. I've never been to like Soul Cycle or um, what's the other one? There's another one. Whatever. I've never been to any of those. Because I don't theory. like... because. I feel strange. I feel strange. I already have social anxiety. And like, <laughs> when I was like maybe 24, 25, I went to a couple of yoga classes and I just couldn't handle like, excuse me, Kenny, let's get that butt up in the air, bud. Come on. Of like, course. You know that, like, oh, 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 excuse me. I'm oh, sorry. Like, hey, idiot in the back. Come on. Come on. Come on. You can do ah! this. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, so what Peloton did is I didn't realize they pioneered this thing too, which is that mm -hmm. the bike itself, um, has all these, it, it's a connected to, so essentially it's a stationary bike with a giant screen attached to it. And you can take classes that are happening in real time. So you pay, a, you buy the product and you pay a monthly subscription, um, and, my, and you can split it. So me and my girlfriend split the cost of the subscription and you can take these live classes and they also offer yoga and like other classes that you can like use the screen to watch into. But the bike itself has these three metrics, which is resistance, resistance, speed and power so that you can so that like it's not just like turn the resistance up. It's like turn the resistance from 30 to 40 and you can like dial it in yeah. and it'll be like, make sure. And then like, all right, make sure your speed right now is 60 to 80. And like, you can see these numbers so you can like actually dial in stuff. And then those, how you're doing combines into a power number of like resistance and speed. And from there 
there's a leaderboard for the classes so that like ah. you can be like you were like for like uh, yesterday I placed like right there, you know, 6,000 people have taken this class. Uh, you, your current score in that class is a uh, 1900 out of 6,000. You know okay. what I mean? And so it adds you that take... competitive stimulation, that that nature that you want of the person screaming at you of like, come on, Kenny, get that butt up in the air. But you're like by yourself and no one has. And if you don't want to do it, they're not going to be able to see you. Right. And there is you can take classes live or you can then just once the classes have happened, you can go back and take any of them again. Yeah. Um, and they have what they like. The, the instructors are all personalities. Um, which I don't think they totally planned on has sort of been their secret sauce. That they're like celebrities, essentially. People love these instructors. They go and take these instructors' classes. Like, they're broken down when you, like, look at the Peloton screen. They're broken down by the type of workout. You know, do you want to do a hit workout? Do you want to do a long ride? Do you want to do stay in the saddle, out of the saddle? You know, the thing where you stand up on the bike. Saddle. Um, uh, But they also are like... Uh, take Tyler's Disney ride for 30 minutes. Oh, take or take Kelly's classic rock 15 minute hit workout. So the music's a big part of it too. And if you like the song, there's a button you can press and it just, it adds that song to your Spotify. See now I love this because I love that. There's probably like, I'm imagining like a fit skinny blonde girl with the six pack and a big buff guy being like, you can do this. But is there any kind of like funny skinny guy with the big nose being like, hey, hey, hey woo? Because I'm open to being cast as one of the Peloton celebrities. I'm I'm actively open to to, to coaching people. I'll coach you. Can get that butt up in the air. You can do this. And <laughs> hey, what's the deal with in a lazy boy, not even on the bike, <laughs> <laughs> drinking what? a caramel ribbon frappuccino? This thing They're sucks. <laughs> We should get one of these gigs. Their big problem, Mike, is that it's too expensive. It's fucking expensive. And I do know when like a spin class, like I do know I've I've done a spin class once or twice with my girlfriend. And it's kind of not for me, but I do understand the hype of it. And it is exciting. And you have the, do you have real quick, do you have the special shoes for the, the bike that you like lock into the bike? Yeah. So I, I. Yes, I do. And I'm, I'm actually considering getting shoes like that for my, my outdoor bike as well. Uh, cause oh, I'm going on yeah. longer bike rides and they help you cause you can pull. Yeah. Cause you're your not foot. just pushing your, like when you're pulling up, yeah. you're yanking it, but I'm scared when you fall off, you you got no feet, but yeah, it's, 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 it's bad, but it's, a, but the Peloton, <laughs> yeah, it is notably expensive. It is notably a very expensive thing that, and of course they do like, Hey, but it's really expensive, but you can pay it off for like 30 bucks a month for two years. It's the same as a gym membership. And you're like, okay. And I'm a little nervous because this was a COVID sensation when we were all work from home yeah. and stuck inside. When Peloton came up as the random stock of the week, I was like, oh, fuck. We just had this whole goddamn debacle with Starbucks last week where we left the 1100 Club. And I really, really, really want to do well. And I'm nervous <clears throat> because it's been in this stock for the past two weeks. I'm nervous that it's, it's bombing. I, I, I'm nervous. I'll, I'll tell you this Peloton Peloton is the brand name. The idea of Peloton, I think is very good. Yeah. Um, I don't know long-term 
Peloton is sort of like an Equinox. It's sort of like a Whole Foods. Yeah. It is like this, like, like I, I'm not totally a fan of the brand of Peloton. Like if, if I could buy a cheaper Peloton bike and just stick an iPad in it and pay for a cheaper set of subscriptions, I would do that way over. But I will say the experience of Peloton is the very first time I have ever enjoyed working out at home. In a way that I want to do it. So they're on to something, but I don't think that has to do with the bells and whistles of the expensiveness of the brand. I think that has to do with the fact that you're interacting with a a nice friend. It's like, it's like when you become like all those people who love the videos, who started loving the, the, the people at Bon Appetit, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you know what I mean? It's that same sort of vibe of like, I'm what these people are kind of my friends and they like, I like taking their classes and I don't, I don't feel weird about being in my basement on a bike. But I think right now how they're doing it, it's too expensive. They're trying to figure out, I watched a video, their next step is to figure out how to get these bikes into places like hotels and gyms. Yeah. My gym at my, at this place I was working had a Peloton. I never used it, but I was, there was, all the regular bikes and there's one Peloton and people like fought over it. The price point they're trying to get to is uh, 20 bucks a month and to make that feasible over some amount of time because right now 20 bucks a month to pay off the Peloton would be way too long. Yeah. But that's like they found that's the number because that's like a mid-range gym membership. That's a like shitty Planet Fitness membership. Yeah, if they can do that, if they can figure that out. But I don't know. They're kind of a, a bougie brand. So, Mike, what's your experience with Peloton? Because obviously that's my experience. I want to know your experience. No, that that's about it. I've, I've seen it at the uh, at this gym I used to go to, and I watched people doing it and like that. I, I do understand that it's kind of like like that. I went to those two spin classes those two times, and it is, it is fun. It, it's a way to, like, sweat out your fucking ass, like, drench yourself with sweat because there's that – uh, idea of people watching you so you like actually work harder um, mm-hmm. and I think it is a very marketable thing and I do think that they're doing the Whole Foods thing they're doing the Equinox thing I want to get an Equinox membership so bad but it's because Why? because I think on, on a few levels Number one, it's like the idea that they have like the lotions, they actually have clean towels, they have a pool, a lot of them have like a basketball court, and it's like 200 bucks a month. Oof. Uh, Because the amenities are supposed, I mean, that's where like fucking the Kardashians go to the gym and shit like that. Like bougie, bougie, bougie gym, but they have like massages and like uh, steam rooms and sweat lounges and all this shit. Um, But they also, also because it's $200 a month, you're like, there's a thing where it's like, if it's $70, if it's $90 a month, you're like, that's too expensive. But when it's $200 a month, you're like, what the hell is going on in there? I got to get in there. And I think Peloton is going for that. I think it's like, it's a fucking bike that you could put in your basement. You can get them for so much cheaper. Why is this thing so much more expensive? Because it's a good business move to be like, this is a high end luxury fucking piece of equipment that's going to take you to the fucking moon and ken i want them to take me to the goddamn moon right now so i say we take a break and find out just what fucking pton peloton did for me (laughs) uh 
Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, we just took a little break. As you know, we uh, we both, of course, went to go get more coffee. We're not sponsored by any coffee brand. I don't know why. Well, well I actually am. I am sponsored by First Fresh Step <laughs> I am Kitty Litter Coffee. <laughs> why? Did you know you can just put cat litter in your Mr. Coffee and brew it? Who knows if it's going to be good, but you can drink it. It will wake you up with its sour chemical taste. Sick and tired of not using your teeth as a filter for a nice little sprinkle of kitty litter in your coffee that you suck through and just so now you've got that blue and toilet cleaner taste in your mouth all day all right mike let's stop messing around and get to peloton you can tell i'm putting it off because i'm so nervous it's been two weeks uh i i i really need this to go well um just fucking do it just do it tell me 15 days ago, we bought 94 shares of Peloton at $118.42 a share. Today, that same share price is at $112.74, which is going down, which means we currently went from $10,704 to $10,267.62, giving us a loss over the past 15 days of $436.78. God damn it! I see you there, Ken. Move that booty. I need you to fucking earn this. I need you to fucking sweat out the fucking failure that you have in your body. I need you to keep moving. Keep that booty up, you piece of shit. You sack of dog shit. I'm about to put my hand through the screen on that TV. I want you to fucking open wide because I'm going to put my hand down your throat and I'm going to reach down to the balls in your body and pull them out until you can get to the next level and say, I will be in the 1100 club. Say it! I will be in the 1100 club! 1200! I want 1000 more! Say it! I'll be in the 12,000! John, I need I'll do 1200 if you want me to! But don't you mean 12,000? I want 12,000! I want 2000 more every week! I want you to push yourself! You are in control! This fucking sucks. Oh, Morrissey, you ride me, but you get results. But you get fucking results. I better, because I'm about to start whipping this podcast into shape. Here we go. To the beat. Move your booty and move your feet. In a one. And a two. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Can you tell I'm I'm trying to hype myself up as I'm so goddamn upset. And if, you've li- if you listen to the pod, I was so like, all I could see was white in my eyes of... You were listing the the stock, and at first I thought you said we were at a hundred and six or four, and then you said one hundred and twelve. So I thought we were maybe going up, and then you said we lost. We're just kind of back where we fucking started. Hey, well, we're still let- above the initial investment, but the, but this next stock could fucking are we ten thousand two hundred or two hundred ten thousand four hundred ten thousand two hundred. Fuck and listeners, me. I want to know what information do you want to hear. Because today, I, I just presented the stock price from where we started, where we ended. Um, normally, we just present the loss. But I'm curious, in general, if if we sometimes we go back and forth on saying it. So, listeners, please yeah. send email us an email. Us in. Thepaperjampod@gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what information you want. If you just want the loss, or if you just put it put it in the reviews, baby. Because uh, you know, 
Put it in the comments, guys. Put it in the Apple comments. Comments that you love the show and you want us to stop reading the price of the stock and say you want us to talk about the gains or whatever. Uh, maybe don't put it in the podcast. Yeah, whatever information you want. Because today I read it all, but it felt like a lot. So anyways, Mike, Peloton went down. Uh, you were right. This is a COVID stock. Um, and a big thing that happened is Peloton. Uh, I'll say this. Peloton had to recall one of its treadmills. Oh, Do you remember? Shit. Did you hear about that? And no. that caused a big, a big dip in their stock. Uh, at which point, I, this was a while back. This is maybe four or five months ago. I actually, at that point, bought Peloton stock, and it kept crashing. So just <laughs> so you know. And it kept crashing. <laughs> the, just because it crashes a ton in two days doesn't mean it's done crashing over the next month. <laughs> I've done that too. Spirit Airlines is going down. I got to get in three days later. It won't stop crashing. <laughs> what have I done? You think you're so smart? They say buy low, sell high. Well, it's not going high, baby. You're going down. And I'm just, I'm just jumping onto the Titanic as it's halfway down and then getting upset when my feet are getting wet and cold. It no, 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 no. Crashing. <laughs> We got to get off this thing, guys. It's like, who's this guy? Who's this new guy? I'll tell you this, though. I uh, held on to Peloton, and I I waited just until I made my money back, and then I sold it. God damn. Because, it's, because from then, it's been volatile. I mean, Peloton right now is struggling because they were a COVID stock. Um, but, I mean, they're doing, I mean, they're doing pretty well, but they're... They're doing well as a company. Let's not get that wrong. But they had an artificial boom, I think, during COVID. Yeah. And perhaps they're adjusting now to what their actual um, <sighs> stock price is. But people are worried, uh, rightfully so, about where the future of this company is. Is it sustainable? Um, you know, are there... Are, their treadmill, like, is not a good thing that it, it, it hurt people. Um so yeah, that's I mean that's generally what's going on is people are trying to figure out what's the future of Peloton, what's their plan, and until then they're going to kind of even out to not be at the height that they were during COVID. Do you think that there's a world where you could buy this stock now because you know that there there's a renaissance that they're either going to sink or swim in the future? Like that's 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 what all the articles are about is should yeah. you buy Peloton stock? The answer, of course, from us, as always, is do not listen to us. Do your own research. I'm not going to give you advice one way or another. Know that I lost money on Peloton yeah. uh, personally. Not that much money. I'm just, just a little so bit. drained, Kenny. Yeah, I, I if we dip under 10,000. Do you have any idea how embarrassing it is? When you talk to someone, and I have some wonderful, I have some wonderful friends who are supportive of the show, and sometimes I'll be out, and you know, Amanda or someone will be like, "Oh, Mike actually has a podcast," and I'm like, "Oh, what is it?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a me and my friend invested ten thousand fake dollars in the stock market, and we just uh, do it different every week." And they're like, "Oh my god, how long?" I was like, "Oh, it's like been like twenty weeks now." They're like, "Oh my god, what is that ten thousand dollars at now?" And I'm like, "It's a, it's like ten thousand one hundred two dollars." Like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Can we check in on the uh, can we can we do a check yeah. in on check in on the S&P? Check in the on the S&P and tell me what it's at. It's at $10,693. Okay, so we know the S&P 500, the top 10 top 500 performing companies in the stock market. You can invest uh, all you can invest in a little bit of all of those 500 companies. If a company sucks, they take it out and put another high performing in. So it's a little more stable. You're not going to get high highs and low lows, but it tends to grow about 10% a year. Uh, and we're at 10,600. That may was, uh, that's like the tranquilizer that like, 
<sighs> always kind of like calms me down. It's like, okay, well, at least at least we still have that. And again, we are still above the initial investment, but I really fucking hope, and I know the stock next week, and I'm not super positive about it. I'm not super <laughs> low about it. It'll be interesting. Um, well, but yeah, so, well, well and I'm, I'm sorry, Ken, I, I just got off, off track a bit, but so that's for the question, that's for the listeners at home. That's the fun of the stock market is like, Peloton was a there we have to remember guys like COVID gave an opportunity to a lot of companies like while so many companies went under this is a company that can thrive at home mental health health and wellness fitness uh machine that obviously skyrocketed and was given an opportunity of like okay now you're on top how do you stay on top and they've done a good job with like what you're saying like celebritizing these these instructors and making it something that they really like so it's like will they be like an apple where you know they have music but now they take it and they pivot into or computers whatever you know what i mean it's up to so, you to decide are they going to sink or swim so here's Two things. So here's the information about Peloton the stock, and then I'll, I'll respond to what you just said. So Peloton the stock, sales are still surging for Peloton. This information is coming from the, the fool.com, the Motley Fool. Uh, sales <laughs> are still surging for Motley Peloton. Fool. I don't fucking know. Peloton acquired, I, I read, I saw this in a video. Peloton acquired their competitor, an, <clears throat> an exercise equipment manufacturer, to help boost supply because they were struggling getting bikes out. Yeah. Meeting demand. Yeah. Uh, and Peloton stock is trading at a forward price to sales ratio of six to three and almost, but this is an almost 50% drop from earlier in the year. So here's the problem with Peloton. Well, number one, people are trying to figure out what exactly they are because right now they sell the yeah. bikes and the content, but theoretically they could just be a content provider, right? You could, yeah. maybe you buy a bike with a screen and you just pay the subscription to get Peloton's content in the same way that you would an HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's part of it. But a big part of it is getting these bikes out because these bikes are more complex. I didn't realize that they were the first people to create these uh, types of bikes with all of this technology involved. Yeah. That sort of before this stationary bikes were just a mechanical device with resistance and wheels. And they added all these like sensors and stuff. And also, I didn't know Peloton's been around since Peloton was first started in Googling things in real, real time. time. Googling, Googling things. things. In real time. time. They've been around for nine years. Damn. So they've it's been around pretty, for a while. Yeah, it's still like a young but but still reputable company. That's a good amount of time. But for them to make the big money, they need to be able to scale up. And right now they're trying to figure out how to scale up. Yeah, I've heard um, about stuff like that. It's like, oh my, I don't have I love Peloton. I don't have the bike, but I have the app. And it's 20 bucks a month and this per and it's like, hmm. I remember being like, is that going to work? It might, it, it might like streaming subscriptions are the biggest way to get, you know, reoccurring revenue easily set it and forget it. Like you put your credit card in and it's like uh, every month you're not thinking about, do I still want this? I'm sure there's people that get the Peloton app and you just have the access to the videos and two months goes by and you don't watch it, but you spent $40 on it. I don't know. Yeah. Ken. It's it's hard to say. I mean, their stock isn't crazy far away from what it was in 2020, but it's just not. Obviously, they had a boost. What um, was it? What do you see the like COVID boom? Are you looking at the Are you looking at the the line? Yeah. So their boom was their stock price. Are their stock price is currently 112. Their boom uh, they hit 167. What was it at? Like what was it at 
um, February 1st, 2020. February 1st, it was at $27. Holy shit. And it, and it peaked at 160. Yeah. And then it, it shot up in October to 131. And then in December of 2020, it shot up to 160, 162. Dude, that's an eight X fucking value growth. So like, so like that, if you, if, if you invested, uh, if we invested $10,000 into Peloton, uh, and on February 1st and we cashed out in December, we would have made like, it, it would have been that like 80 grand. But would have, Pe- would, the question is, would Peloton have grown this way? I mean, it's impossible to know because it just is, but would Peloton have grown like this without everyone being stuck inside, you know? No, yeah, no, no. like, yeah, maybe, no, yeah. but like that, that's where you don't see those, those fucking wild of like, sh- and that's where you get like, fuck, I should have bought that. And it's like, yeah, but no, you didn't fucking know. None of us fucking knew this was going to happen. Oh, fuck Peloton. Fuck me. Fuck my life. Fuck this show. Why does anyone fucking listen to this show? I hate this. I hate well, this. Mike, I want maybe money. Maybe make it fun with a game, huh? Oh, that would actually make me feel a lot better, Ken. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, Mike, today I've got a little game for you. Hit me with it, mama. Called Peloton? 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 <laughs> Here. <laughs> Peloton? Uh, Peloton a- or Young Shelton? Well, you're not too far off. All I'll do is I'm saying Peloton because the game <laughs> is called Peloton or Pelican. <laughs> oh Mike, my God. Okay. You're going to tell me if the following fact is about the company Peloton <laughs> or the bird known as the Pelican. Peloton or Pelican. I knew you were up to something. As soon as you were calling a Peloton, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? All right, hit me with it, mama. So first off, an American exercise equipment company and media company based in New York City. Peloton or Pelican? I'm going to say Peloton. Correct. Got it. Can be found at a mall in New Jersey. Fuck. Uh, Peloton? That's correct. I, there's a lot of malls that don't have the ceiling and there's birds flying around and it's like, what the hell is this about? Characterized by a long beak and a large throat pouch. <laughs> Pelican. Correct. They were the cause of death of a child this year. Peloton? That's Peloton. That's really? Why the treadmills were, that's why the treadmills were recalled. Jesus. 40 people injured, one child dead. Jesus. Ah. Uh, they can be found everywhere except Antarctica. Pel- Pelican? Pelican. That's correct. Yes. Pelican. Oh, I'm fucking on fire today. They have complex communal gatherings. Ah, <laughs> uh, goddammit. <laughs> uh, complex communal gatherings. Pel. I guess I, I think they both down. I don't know which one you said, but Pel- Pel- <laughs> Pelican, Pelican. That's correct. You got yes. it, Pelican. A surprising large number of them can be found in Romania. Pelican? That's correct. Oh my God, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm on fire. Was featured in a controversial ad. Peloton, Peloton. That's correct. And of course, the number of them has recently increased. 
I'm going 10 for 10. Pelican. Oh, my trick question. You technically got it because it's a trick question. Both of them have increased in numbers over the past year. All right. So, uh, so you, I think you got every single one correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, 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 Teddy, Teddy, oh my God. There's a bonus game oh coming in. Bonus game? <laughs> We're now playing Peloton Instructor or Capital Insurrectionist. Holy shit. <laughs> you need to tell me if this is an instructor for Peloton or a person charged with storming the Capitol on <laughs> January 6th. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you just tell me instructor or insurrectionist? Insurrectionist, okay. Joe Irwin. Insurrectionist. Correct. Andy Spear. Insurrectionist. And, ah. Instructor. <laughs> Adrian Williams. Uh, uh, instructor. Correct. Brad Rose. Instructor. Correct. Isaac Toder. Yoder. Um, uh, instruct. What, what's the other word? Instructionist? Insurrectionist. In insurrectionist. Correct. Eric Yeager. Insurrectionist. Instructor. Bing, 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 bing. Well, Mike, you crushed it on Peloton or Pelican, so you win. Hey, uh, <laughs> that instruction or instructionist, that was good. <laughs> uh, uh, that was really good. You clearly, the writing chops are there, Ken. That was a good game. Thank you for doing that game, Ken. I was, a, I was a little upset. I, I don't know if you could tell. I was, I was kind of checked out. If I was so fucking pissed off for for that last part, but the, the game <laughs> really okay. put me in good spirits. And maybe you rigged the game so I would win, but I did do pretty good in that game, so I'm feeling pretty confident. Well, Ken, I, I, thanks so much for for bringing me out of the muck, and and thank you guys all for for being a part of this today, um, Peloton. I'm torn. I, I like the idea of the of the product. I guess I was excited for the episode. This is a lot of fun, but I'm fucking so pissed that it's just crashing. As we said, it's crashing. It's not stopping crashing. But but thank you guys for joining us in the show. Uh, make sure that you give us a, a, a comment on Apple Music or on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Tweet, tell a friend, do your thing. Email us at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Ken, do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, if you want to join our Patreon, it's four bucks a month, and we every single week we add uh, we do a bonus episode. Oh where yeah, we talk we talk about more uh, we talk about more related to talk the more. about more <laughs> talk about more related to the more. Uh, Jesus, that wasn't worth it. That was good. Um, so we we talk about something related to the episode today. We're going to be talking about uh, over the past week. Every day, Mike and I have cycled or done a stationary bike eight miles or more. Um, yeah, we, it's a lot of fun and yeah, we, we make it weekly. So you get a bonus episode. Um, yeah, we'd For love to have a month. It's nothing. If you feel like, uh, the, the more people that join the, the, the more inspired we are to make even more fun content. We've been doing it for, this is our 20th episode. We've made a bonus episode for every single episode. So if you sign up, there's 20 extra episodes that you haven't heard yet, including us reviewing the pilot of Barney. I mean, so come, come on. on. Get in there. That's maybe not the best bonus episode. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's actually one of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah, check us is out. Really? It's, it's, yeah, because that was okay. a, we got into a lot of stuff. That was like a, a longer one. It was, it was fun. Um, but yeah, guys, check us out at patreon.com slash the paper jam pod. It's in our it's in our Instagram. Give us a follow on Instagram at the Paper Jam Pod. This has been the Paper Jam Podcast. I love you, Kenny. Oh, go I see the, too, go Michael. see Somerville Night Live at the Rockwell, yeah. guys. It'll Tickets be good can shit. be bought at www.therockwell.org.
Love it. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Music for Audio.